Hey, can we do the kids out here? No. Come on, it won't take that long. Lem, the radiation levels are... No, no, I know, totally, but the indicator is green and it takes forever for me to get in and out of this thing. It'll only be a few minutes. This makes me uncomfortable, but... Come on, I mean, what the hell else are we doing? Okay. I'm gonna get away from the bolo so I'm not disturbed. Well, that makes no sense, but fine. Yes, Rebecca? You don't have to start with a tone. This isn't a tone, it's how I speak. It's a tone and it's for me. I hear how you speak to other people. If I just admit that you're right, can we get to whatever it is you're calling me about? But you're saying that I'm right. How can I help you, Rebecca? We have news. What? What's the news? See? Now there's no tone. Now we're just friends. What is the news? More than friends, Jay. We're like family. Oh my god, I wish you and I were both dead. Can you please... I'm sorry. Can you please tell me the news? They got the drive back. And? Lem didn't respond. Lem said nothing. Interesting. He didn't reply to your message at all. No questions, nothing. But he did reply to the kids. Of course. Interesting. Do you think that means he's figured it out? Well, do you think I'm the sort of person who makes a This Is Spinal Tap joke? I think you're the sort of person who calls it This Is Spinal Tap and not just Spinal Tap like a regular person. Do you suppose Lem knows what kind of person I am? So you think... What I think is, if he hasn't figured it out, then at least he's trying to. And I think he knows not to say too much on the recording. Okay. One other thing. Goodbye, Rebecca. I'm serious. We should have sent him some porn. Always a pleasure. Jay, listen. A few days ago, I found some circus stuff. There... Okay, how many do we have? We've got three. Really? Okay. It's a ridiculously small hard drive. And most of the stuff was the computers on the ground talking to me. No, I know. They're sending stuff to me because they're trying to get us the hell out of here. It's literally awesome that they send stuff for you at all. No, I get it. Totally. The very definition of awesome. Fire up the first one. Dad, hi. So, I have a question. What was it like, like, your last day as a kid? And can you tell me how soon I'm going to be done being a kid? Because... I'm 12, and I feel pretty much like I'm a kid, and I'm not really close to being done with it. Boy. That's a great question. That is a great question. Let me know. <sighs> yeah, let's do it. Recording. Effie, that is such a great question. Okay, so that means I actually have to figure out which day it was that I stopped being a kid, and I don't know that I can do that, but I will try. Let's see. Okay. When I turned 18, that was technically when I became an adult and could do all the adult stuff, 
but in a lot of ways I'd already been an adult for a long time and in some ways I was still very much a kid. By the time I was 18 my mom and dad were already gone and it was just me and your Aunt Becky so we acted like grown-ups and thought we weren't kids anymore but we were. We totally were. There was a time when Daddy and I were in South Africa, this is way before you were born, when America was fighting against a group called the Swedelanders, and we... Uh, so... Okay, you know Daddy and I were both in the military, and sometimes when you're supposed to be protecting the good guys, you have to really fight back against the bullies. And Daddy and I were in a position where we could have really scared the bullies a lot. But if we did it, then a really big group of the bullies were going to be hurt really badly. And Daddy talked to me about it, and we we decided that we weren't going to hurt these guys. Because it was too much. We would have hurt them too much. And... That was really the first time Daddy and I had a really hard conversation like that. And I realized that he was a very good... He was a person who made good, hard decisions. And those decisions are all about how we're supposed to take care of each other. And I think I realized right then that he'd be a good father to you guys. Even though you weren't born yet. I know this isn't a great answer to your question, but definitely on that day I wasn't a kid anymore. And I was about 22 years old. So, I don't remember my last day as a kid, and I don't remember my first day as a grown-up. But I know that day that I was definitely not a kid anymore. John? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that in forever. That story is nowhere in your file. <laughs> no, it is definitely not. Why not? I mean, Jay and I could have knocked out half the Swedelander leadership and their families. It was a wedding, and they were all out on a dock, and we already had it set to blow because we thought it was being used as a smuggling dock. We had it so jacked full of RDX, that it would have, and it's it's my fault, because I was just setting explosives up everywhere, and Jay wasn't the engineer, so he trusted me. Until about halfway through, he was like, what exactly are you doing? You do a good Jay. <laughs> I practice. It shows. When we had the whole thing ready to blow, we were going to wait until a smuggling ship came in and take the dock out with the ship, but then, like, six fucking yachts pulled up. And we could see all these sweeties, uh, Clempton and Reinbach and everyone, we could see all their faces through our scopes. And then we see Roche Jr. with all his little toe-headed kids, and... I don't know. What? If it hadn't been for Jay talking me down... You probably would have ended the war two years earlier. And all those people would be dead instead of in prison. Yeah. But... Yeah. Constantine Roche would have died. Mm. They wouldn't have had the reform leader they have now. Yup. Wow. That's Jay. 
Jay saved the life of the boy who would become the man who would end the Swedelanders and turn over power to the Mandelans. Yup. Fucking Jay. <laughs> Fucking Jay. And it's not in your file because nobody knows? Nobody. We blew the dock the next night when nobody was there, which... I don't know, it might have slowed down the war, I don't know. But I sure as hell never did another thing in my life without asking myself if Jay would think it was okay. You've got two more. Do it! I'm on a roll. So I hear. Dad, I'm sure you'll think this is a dumb question because I think it's a dumb question. In fact, it isn't even really a question, it's just a thought, but... Did you ever realize you can never say that something is happening now? Like, now doesn't even exist. There is no now. Yeah, I said to question ten light years because Daddy doesn't want to talk to me about it. It's not even a question. It's supposed to be a question. Here's my question. Did you know there's no now? <laughs> Jesus, this kid. Let me know. Let's do it. Recording. Charlie, I don't think it's a dumb question, but... I do think you're contextualizing it in a really literal way, and that's not going to get you anywhere. Our understanding of now has actually changed so much because of the work we're doing here. We went 10 light years, and to me it felt like about 90 seconds. And when we got here, it was the same time here as it is there. When you look toward me, when you go out at night and look at the sky and point your face toward where I am, you're seeing light from 10 years ago. So if you looked into a telescope, you wouldn't see me. You would see this spot from 10 years ago. And if I looked at where you are through a telescope, I would see you when you were five years old, happening in real time. But... When I send this drive back, I'm using the same F-less drive that got us here. So you'll hear this message only a little while after I send it. Our nows are the same. Let me tell you where I am right now. I'm tethered to the stern of the ship, and the ship is pointing away from Earth, so I'm facing you right now. I can't see the Earth from where I am, but I can see the sun. It doesn't look like the sun, but I can see it. There are much, much brighter stars in the sky. Some because they're bigger and some because they're closer. But I've memorized where the sun is. So let's do this. Okay, it's 2 a.m. in Texas right now and it's February 4th. Mikey and I are going to send this drive back in an hour or so. So let's set an appointment on February 6th at 10 p.m., go out in the yard and look up to where I am. Daddy knows which way to look. I'll come right back out here and make sure I'm sitting where I can see the sun and I'll be looking towards you. We'll be looking at each other. And right at 10 p.m., right at that second, just say, now. And we'll be synced up. I love you, kiddo. Hey, Mikey, are you feeling that? Lamb, I need you to get inside, please. On it. Status. Something with a bolo joint. Do you need me inside or outside? In, please. Is it possible something has loose and got in the ball bearings? Yes. Moving in now. (laughs) 
lab. I'm showing grading on the bearings. I've got to lose the suit or I can't get through the passage. Lose the HVAC and get to the joint. Mikey, I'm hearing you. There's something loose in there. Was there anything floating around? There must have been because that's the likeliest solution, but I don't know what it is specifically. Give me 30 seconds. You said you were getting away from the bolo to not be disturbed, but the bolo should have been silent. Could you feel vibrations? Shit, Mikey, yes. I don't know why I didn't think. It's fine, but if the bolo joined... No, I know. Mikey, I'm almost there. Look, I... What? Mikey, you don't have to say anything. I get that... No, no, I mean, this is... It's... I might have worked out a solution, and... Why are you in such a panic, then? No, not for the bolo joint. For the whole thing. I've got a... I don't know if it's gonna work, but I have a plan. Wait, for getting us home? Did you stop changing? Shit, sorry. Give me a sec. I'm almost out. Okay. Okay, I'm free. Get there. I'm going. What is it? It, it? it involves the bots, and I'm worried that I put in some bad pro- Look, it's really complicated. <laughs> it's really complicated to travel ten light years without any fuel? Please, Lem, can this not be a joking thing? This is just the worst time for this to happen. Okay, this is bad. Look to the starboard beam, starboard quarter area. It should be marked five through eight. That's where the sensors are going off. Is it just me, or is the bolo slowing down? Yes, significantly. (sighs) Mikey. Did you leave anything in there? Did I? Mikey, there's... There's a bunch of crunched up bots in the sleeve. Oh, no. Aren't they supposed to... Yeah, yes. Sorry, that's on me. This is... This is my fault. I was... You were... You know what? Whatever. What the fuck do I do? Can you lean the other way? I've got a camera on the panel, but I can't see around your helmet. Here, can you see? No. Tell me. <sighs> Jesus, Mikey. Okay. Uh, nine microbots inside the panel. Three are jammed into the ball bearing casings. And it's dry, right? Yes. What the fuck? The bots take carbon and convert it. There should be yes, some... Yes, there, there are cubes, little black cubes floating all over the... Hold on. Here, this? It's an inch by an inch, maybe bigger? I'll deal with that in a second. Can you get the box out of the bearing casing? Hang on, I've got a multi-tool on my belt. God, Mikey, what the hell were you thinking? I was thinking... I'm getting us out of this shit, Lim. I've been getting info from Earth. We've been trying to... Why are we talking about this right now? Are the box cleared? No! Bone dry in here. The rotations are crunching everything. Can we stop the bolo? Lem. What choice do we have? That's last resort. The 1G is responsible for about 50% of the stuff we're doing to stay alive. This is gonna... Uh, Okay. I need something bigger. I can't get these bots out. Directly across from you, panel 25 through 28, there's a set of wrenches. On it. There are wrenches in there that can pull off the bolts holding the whole ship together. You should find something. Honest to God. Mikey, I can't fucking believe we're doing this. It was a miscalculation on my part. Uh, Panel open. It's not a miscalculation. This is a fuck-up. It's a massive fuck-up, yes. How are the bots going to get us back? Yes, because right now is when we should talk about this. Okay, okay. Big fucking wrench coming back. 
the bolo slowing down more? Yes. Please move quickly. I'm on it. Even if the ball bearings come out with the box. I'm doing it. Even if you have to break it. I know, I know. Hang on. I can speed it up or slow it down. Which way should it go? Shut up for a second. Lem, the bolo is stopping. I got it. Just keep it going. Get out of the way. If it starts up again. I got it. It's moving. Get out of the way. Lem, are you tethered? Lamb, grab the side. Lamb. Please, Lamb, I can't help you. I can't help you like this. Lamb, please grab something. The bolo is speeding up. You need to grab something. Lamb! Ask Your Father by Sean Williams Directed by Jordana Williams Featuring Rebecca Comtois Kevin R. Free Rob Maitner Barnaby Williams Marlena Williams and Sean Williams Designed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner Music by Kent Williams Produced by Gideon Media The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I'm Jonathan Pezza, the creator of the Curious Matter Anthology. And I'm betting you've probably never heard anything like our show. adapt stories from authors like Philip K. Dick, Andre Norton, and Robert Block into binaural audio movies that transport you to new worlds. Hey, get him out of here! That's it? You're banned for life? Twitching Braxians lasers. Seriously. I told you downtown was a bad idea. In our brand new season, we explore farther into the what-ifs. You think, in these instances, that somehow simply by believing things are different, they changed. Doubt. I don't follow. I doubt something, and um, they don't change, per se. They cease to ever have been. We delve deeper into the realms of horror and science fiction. Nerves of steel, boys. James, sir, please, there's no need for this. I do not believe that whatever that is can understand you. Robert, I know you are in there somewhere. If you are, we are... I made it through the barrier! It's gone all the way. It's dragging him out! Damn! Beast! Just get to my knife! Available wherever you listen to podcasts. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and listen to the Curious Matter Anthology today.